We're gonna talk to some people, gonna have a lot of fun. We're gonna talk to Hello. some people, gonna learn a lot of stuff. We're gonna talk to some Hello. people, gonna have a lot of fun. We're gonna talk to some Hello. people, gonna learn a lot of stuff. Cause Kristen knows blank. Hi, I'm that Kristen from that song that knows blank. That's why I have this podcast, so I can learn more. Um, each week I invite on a guest that knows more than I do about a topic to talk to me about that topic. We do a chit chat, we play five quick questions, and then do a rad lib together, and we all leave better people. Thanks for tuning in. Um, if you like this show, or if you don't, doesn't matter, give it a like and subscribe to it and review it because that's what friends do for each other. They like each other's podcasts. Um, I'm Kristen Key. I'm a comedian and a musician and you can find me and follow me on Instagram or Facebook or whatever by going to my website. That's kristenkey.com. Oh, I'm also on Cameo. So if you want to make somebody's day or tell them happy birthday or happy anniversary and congrats on coming out of the closet or break up with them in a very unique way, find me on Cameo. Now, this week's episode is Awesome. I have an incredible guest. Um, the topic this week is the gender spectrum and 90s angsty female bands. Both of these topics were chosen by my guest this week, who is an actor and an actress and a musician and a comedian. And their show, um, The Brown Show, just got picked up by Amazon Prime. Oh, they also happen to have Mickey Mantle for an uncle. So this is a very exciting guest. Um, computer lady, play my interview with Kelly Mantle. Playing interview with Kelly Mantle. Kelly, thank you for joining me on the show today. Thank you for having me. Um, I have so many questions for you today, and there's so much that we have to talk about. Um, but just to get to know you a little bit better, as a gender fluid drag queen whose uncle was Mickey Mantle, what was it like growing up in small town Oklahoma? Well, I have to say, for a little girly boy like me, um, especially because on top of Mickey Mantle being my uncle, my dad was the high school football coach. My brother was the high school big star athlete. And then there was me. And, you know, I went into acting and music and all of that stuff at a very early age. So they knew that I was different. My parents were so amazing. And I was so fortunate to have such loving, accepting parents that encouraged me to be myself. And, um, yeah, you know, I was very sheltered, I think, because I didn't, I mean, I knew that I was different, but I didn't ever think anything was wrong with that. I loved being different. So when I walked into a room, if the whole room there wasn't turning around to look at me, I thought, well, what's wrong? You know, something's <laughs> wrong if they're not looking. Um, and then to kind of, you know, piggyback on that term, gender fluid, you know, I, I'm very old. I grew up before the internet, you know, so... <laughs> We didn't have these terminologies, especially in Oklahoma, you know, and so I was just always Kelly, you know, right. it was obvious that I was different than the gender norm boys and I was different than the gender norm girls. So I was just Kelly and that's how I've always been my whole life. You know, I've always just kind of identified just as Kelly. Yeah. That's what, what, uh, what town was it? I grew up in Amarillo, Texas. And oh, so we were, really? yeah, real close to the Oklahoma border. Yeah, exactly. Because I grew up in Cordell, which is down there by southwestern Oklahoma. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, and I, my parents lived in Lawton um, right here before they passed. Well, there's an outlet mall there. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, great outlet mall. I know. I've been to Amarillo tons of times. It is a place. It is a place. That's so funny that you grew up there. I know. I know. There's there's a lot of us uh, um, strange people that grew up in right. This right weird I know. little towns were we the weird ones or were they it's it's strange exactly exactly yeah it's um i don't know it was 
you know, I look back on it and at the, of course at the time I, I wanted to live in a big city like New York or LA. But looking back on it, I think if I had grown up in a place like New York or LA, I don't know, you know, my life would have obviously been completely different. Right. So I think there's um, an advantage to uh, being this kind of freak in this, you know, very uh, countrified rural area. You, know? <laughs> you definitely, definitely stand out more. For a lot of great characters, that's for sure, you know, <laughs> as an actor. So. I bet. You know, and you mentioned that we, I grew up also before, you know, before the internet. And when I was, you know, I came out of the closet at uh, 16. And back then, though, it's like people were fighting labels. I don't want to be labeled. Don't label me this. Don't label me that. And now it seems like there is a label for literally everybody and everything. everything. Yeah. Yeah. And since you are an expert on, on, uh, the gender spectrum. I want us to start by identifying some terms. And I don't know if I'm an expert, but I, I've had to live it. You know, I, I, I always jokingly say I'm a gay, bisexual, transgender, lesbian, honey. I'm all the above, you know, because God knows I'll eat anything with a sneeze part over it. it <laughs> See, I think that makes you an expert. Well, and so that exactly. So since I have been one of every one of those things at one point or another in my life, you know, I've kind of had to live the whole, I mean, I have lived the the whole gender spectrum you know from point pink to point blue and everything in between so right what pronoun do you use i'm not a big pronoun police although i do completely respect anyone's um preference pronoun preference um i respect it we all should respect it um but personally for me it does not matter if someone refers to me as a he and a she i'm not gonna get bent out of shape about it what makes most sense to me is they, them, because yeah. I'm constantly fluid and I'm constantly living um, as a non-binary person um, without a gender attached to it. And a lot of people will say, well, I don't understand that they, them, because that just sounds like <laughs> two Evians and I can't get used to saying it. <laughs> and it's like, no, actually, we all use it in everyday language without even noticing it. For example, yeah. if you're walking down the street and you find a set of keys, you're going to say, oh my gosh, someone lost their keys. I right. wonder if they know it. I wonder if they're going to come back for their keys. You're not saying that there's more than one person that lost their keys. It's just you don't know if they identify as male or female. So you're saying they. Oh, that's a nice car. I wonder if they uh, just bought it. We use they and them all the time. Agreed. Yeah, it's and it's as simple as uh, if people have a preference, um, it's it's easy to respect that preference. And then a lot of us, I, I, I don't, I grew up in Amarillo, Texas, I'm just happy when people aren't, you know, mean to me. <laughs> so as long as you're nice to me, you can call me whatever you want. I'll take, I get young man a lot in the airport. And I'm like, oh, young. <laughs> yeah, right, you know, yeah, I get, you know, I get everything, you know, I get excuse me, ma'am, I'm sorry, sir. Or, um, ma'am, um, and I'm like, it's okay. Yeah, it's, when you find one you like, you just say, yeah. You know, I'm in the airport. <laughs> what do you oh. want? <laughs> the airport, the airport bathrooms in Florida. One of my nightmare scenarios because every time I'm in a bathroom in an airport in Florida, there's a there's a man in here. I'm like, no, right. no, it's it's. I don't know why it's always Florida airport bathrooms, but sir, this is the ladies' room. I'm like, huh. exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's another thing. The whole bathroom issue. You know, it's like, oh, honey. You know, I, I'm like, I have the gender fluids. Just let me use a bathroom. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> you know. 
It's like, I don't know which bathroom to use. Just let me use one. I've got the gender fluids today. Right. It, and it, like in, in Europe, most of theirs are floor to ceiling stalls. So you could, you, you could use whatever. And there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of um, genderless bathrooms. You just go in, you use the bathroom. Yeah. Yes. I don't know why America has to be such a such a police state about the restrooms. The thing about, you know, talking about gender and the gender spectrum, the thing I've never understood, and, and especially about Americans, is the anger that is attached to it. I don't get that. Confusion, yes, I'll give you that. I can understand if you're like, well, wait, this is something new to me. This is confusing. I don't understand they, them. I don't understand gender fluidity. Non you're either a boy or a girl. I get confusion. Sure. But anger? Why? Why are you angry? <laughs> it's not affecting you in any way, shape, or form. So right. why are you so angry about, you know, I just to like the other day, this Harry Styles, you know, is wearing a dress on the cover of Vogue. And this Candace Owens and all these people are, you know, just up in arms, Piers Morgan, you know, oh my God, what happened to manly men? And, and I'm like, why are you so angry about it? You know, yeah. it's just, it's so strange to me. Well, this country has an issue with masculinity too. You know, it has to be uh, mm -hmm. a, a man's world. What, is it, what does a man feel like? You've taken right. away his right to be a man. It's like, what does that mean? I Those know. are all, that's made up. It's made up. Well, and that's what I, that's what most of us, you know, that live under this umbrella are trying to say. It's gender is a construct. Gender is something that, 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 that humankind attached to us and made up, you know? I mean, instead of a gender reveal party, you know, why don't we say, or, you know, at a baby shower, we'll say, I'm having a Gemini. I'm having a, <laughs> I'm having a Leo, you know? <laughs> Let's, let's talk about that instead of, you know, let's let the child, you know, grow into the gender that they naturally are, you know, regardless of what's between their legs. Being comfortable in one's own skin, I think is the most precious thing that, that you can have in life. And Absolutely. to not have that, I, I lived a, a significant portion of my life not feeling comfortable in my own skin. Mm -hmm. And uh, I didn't actually come out fully until I was 35. Um, so for like, a younger person listening to this, you know, what would you say as far as like, if, if they are in a community where um, the term gender spectrum might even be, you know, frightening or scary or, or something to be made fun of, what would you, what would you say to a younger, you know, queer identity person? Well, you're absolutely right. Self-awareness is the biggest gift that anyone can have. And like I said earlier, I was so fortunate to have parents that, uh, were very aware that I, you know, was not like the other kids that I went to school with. And we celebrated it instead of uh, thought that it was a problem, you know. And so if you're in that situation, lucky for you. If you're not in that situation, just know, um, you know, without sounding cliche, it does get better as you get older and as you move forward with other people in life. Um, what you can do and what I always try to do is as much as you can handle everything with humor. Uh, people will listen and learn more if, if you find humor in, you know, how you approach, you know, the education of it. And it's not our jobs. It's not, you know, that's the other thing too. I think a lot of people, you know, they put it on uh, trans people and gender non-binary people to, well, educate me, tell me what this is. Well, you go educate yourself. We have Google now. Right. Go read about it, you know, go educate yourself. It's not our job to educate you. 
Um, but any opportunity that you get to shed light on it to someone who's open-minded and wants to learn about it, absolutely take the opportunity to do so. Um, but just know that you that there's nothing wrong with you, that you are absolutely correct in knowing who you are and you know, and we know, and we all know, you know, people will try to say, no, that's just a phase. No, that's not this and no, this. No, fuck you, absolutely. <laughs> I, I know who I am and I know what's going on here. So I don't need you to tell me because you are the one who's not in touch with yourself. So <laughs> go oh. fuck yourself and get some therapy. I want to record that and play it for myself every morning just to hear you say it over and over. There's nothing wrong with you. You every morning and just give you <laughs> daily affirmations. Mike, Kelly, <laughs> Kelly affirmation. I'll look, I'll look this good doing it hopefully you look fantastic well, like, I, I, do you I, just I, I, wake I, I, up I, like this <laughs> I, I do i'm i'm not i just put on some chapstick and some mascara <laughs> and i came <laughs> the podcast this afternoon um i mean in my entire life for anything i've never looked that good <laughs> you're on a podcast like what more you you are a fantastic musician i i looked up several of your videos online i'm i'm always impressed by but yeah your voice your I, your it's my favorite thing to do is just to turn the lights down low shut off the phones shut off the doors smoke a little toki and play some music that's like my favorite thing in the world to do who were your influences as a musician well you know growing up in oklahoma my early influences not by my choice, but because my parents were playing them all the time on the radio, you know, were vintage country, Dolly, Loretta. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Uh, you know, um, Patsy, uh, Tanya Tucker, um, Johnny Cash, you know, all of that. And then my dad listened to a lot of Motown. Uh, so I had a lot of that uh, in my ears as well, thank goodness. Um, and then as I started to, you know, get to the age and understanding what music was, it was around the same time, you know, MTV was hitting it big and stuff. And so I was influenced by, of course, Madonna, Cyndi Lauper, but then there was this whole like British movement for me, like Boy George, Culture Club, Alice Moyet, Yaz, um, Depeche Mode you know, Annie Lennox, you know, a bunch of gender benders. And so for the first time in my life, living in Oklahoma, I was seeing, oh my gosh, there's this boy George that's doing what I'm doing here in Oklahoma. It's, I get it. There's someone like me out there, you know? So yeah, that was a huge representation. Wow. And then when I went to college, um, you know, I went through my kind of granola lesbian phase there in college. Let's so, stop there for a minute. Let's yes. just ruminate on your lesbian music phase in the right? in the 90s Lilith Fair era. Girl, I tell you what, it was those women um, who uh, encouraged me to pick up a guitar and learn how to start playing and learn how to start writing music myself. That's when I started. Do you remember what song or what group it was that actually got you to pick up the guitar? Ani DeFranco. Wow. Okay. Franco is the one who it was on. It was it was kind of a mixture of Ani DeFranco, the Indigo Girls, and Tracy Chapman all at the same time. That's a great so mixture. Was, oh yeah, I was being yeah. fed, honey. Like, yeah, like uh, breakfast. Ani's an incredible lunch. guitarist. It's it, uh, it. You look at the guitar differently. I saw her play live once, 
And after that, I didn't, I didn't pick up my guitar for a little while. It was like one of those, okay. like, I'm just not going to touch it for a second because she did something different that yeah. I'll never be able to do that. Right. Right. Yeah. No, it's, it's a style of its own and she's self-taught and uh, it's miraculous the way she handles that acoustic guitar. You know, Sorry, I've got to give her another chance. I had two ex-girlfriends that were, were so into Ani that I became anti-Ani. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, and so I need to take a take another spin on the Ani train just because, uh, you know, you know when you date someone that's so into something, you're like, I'll never like that now. You've just ruined, you know. And do you know how many girls I know that have said that? <laughs> They're like... Yeah, I mean, I once there's been a poster on your wall girl. and then you break up, you're like, no, 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 yeah. no, I can't. If I listen to one more Ani song, I'm gonna I'm going to lose it. Yeah. I know. And the Indigo Girls, um, they changed the way I listened to music. That was the first song I ever played on the guitar was an Indigo oh, Girls song. Which one closer to find? Of course, of course. Of course. Yeah. I'm like, Amy, you're just oh. <laughs> I love them both so much for different reasons. I mean, it's just right. like, just one strong and one soft. Oh, the harmonies. Uh, and can we talk about Katie Lang? Yes. I, oh my gosh, that voice. I have the funniest story about Katie Lang, actually. My friends were in a movie and we went to the movie premiere and it was a big lesbian movie. And we were standing outside afterwards, uh, all deciding where we were gonna go. And I kept looking over and there was this guy that was leaning up against the wall with his like black hair and like smoking a cigarette like this and kept kind of looking at me. And I was like, oh my gosh, and he was wearing like this tan leather jacket. And I was kind of checking him out. She probably was single at the time. And I was like, oh, cool, you know. And so my friend, Jonna, comes up to me. She's like, okay, are you ready? And I was like, no, I'm kind of checking this guy out over here. And he's checking me out. You know, and she's like, which guy? And I was like, the guy over there in the tan leather jacket. She's like, you mean Katie Lang? <laughs> like, shut the fuck up. It was Katie fucking. Oh, my God. I had the biggest crush on Katie <laughs> Wow. That's, that's, that is looking good in a leather jacket, by the way. That is wearing a leather jacket. It's so hot. I, I tried, I guess because I was a self-hating gay for so long, I tried so hard to stay away from like lesbian music. And like to this day when someone's like, I do a um, a live show on Fridays, and I'll, I take requests and pe whenever someone requests Melissa Etheridge, I'm like, I'm not playing that. And then I'll like look it up to learn it. I'm like, this song is so good. She's it's so, so good. good. I'm like, <laughs> Another one. I've been to like five of her concerts. She's so you, good. Like, I Maybe you can sleep well. I, I mean, my God, she is. So amazing. It's time for five quick questions. I've got I've got a game called Five Quick Questions. Oh. And yes, and because I know you enjoyed um, the angsty female singers of the 90s, I've written five quick questions uh, to test your trivia on your ladies of the 90s music. Oh, wow. Okay. Question one, name the musician and the song by the lyric. Can you name this song? I'm a little bit of everything all rolled into one. I'm a little bit of everything all rolled into one. Mm -hmm. Oh God, that sounds like, um, that sounds like a, I'm a bitch, I'm a Is it her? <laughs> yes. What's her name? Meredith Brooks. Meredith bitch. Brooks, yes. Oh my gosh, Meredith, I Meredith Brooks. <laughs> okay, so question two. Name the musician and the song by the lyric. Uh, so I turned the radio on, I turned the radio up, and the woman was singing my song. 
I turned the radio on, I turned the radio up, and this woman was singing my song. Lovers in love, and the other runs away. Lover is dying, because the other one stays. Something like that. Lisa Loeb! Yes! Lisa Loeb. I love that song. That's and what a- is the song for the bonus point? Um, You Say. Is it called You Say? Stay. It's called Stay. stay. Oh, it's Stay. You're going to get it because you knew what song it was in your heart. Yes, in my heart of hearts, I knew. We went to go see Lisa Loeb in concert and <laughs> recently. You Well, I mean, before the pandemic. but bifocals? She um, does. And she doesn't play the song soon. Like, like she plays it later in her show. And, like, the audience was getting restless. And they were, like, heckling her. They're like, play Stay! And... <laughs> Some guy called it cat on a chair. Play cat on a chair. And she was like, what? The video had a cat on a chair. He goes, yeah, play that one. So she plays it. And afterwards, she hadn't played Sandalwood yet. And so now people are just shouting Sandalwood at her. And she finally is like, guys, calm down. Just calm down. I'm going to play my music. And my wife goes like in a fake voice, what about Sandalwood? And Lisa Loeb lost her shit. It was like, I would, pl- I was going to play it until everybody started screaming. So now I'm not going to play it for you. <laughs> Lisa Loeb has a breakdown. It was a rough night. It was a rough night at St. Rock for Lisa Loeb. Question three. Um, can you name the song and the musician by the lyric? She has two babies. One was six, mo- six months, one was three in the war of 44. Um, she has two babies. One was six months, one was three. In the War of 44. Gosh, I know this. And I want to say it's like Paula Cole. Oh, yeah. You got it. Nailed it. Shut up. Yes, I love that. Nailed it. Like Alabama or Arizona. She has two babies. One was six months, one was four. In the yeah. War of 44. <laughs> you do her so well. I don't want to wait for her lives to yes. be over. <laughs> That's it. I don't want to wait. Why did you do that so good? Was she the one that doesn't shave her armpits? Or yeah. was that Sean Colvin? I think Ani doesn't either. But yeah, um, Paula doesn't shave her armpits. That was what it was. Which is fine. Which is fine. Nothing against that. Hey, I didn't shave mine today. So, you know, I'm, I'm living on the edge. Live- Another great song. Okay. Can you? Question was this four. Question number four. Can you name the song and musician by the lyric? Um... He never did marry or see a B-grade movie. He graded my performance and said he could see through me. Of course I did that. Right away. The Indigo Girls. He never did yes. see a B-grade movie. Closer to fine. Indigo Girls. Yeah. I went yeah. to see the Doctor of Philosophy. So you you are doing very well on this, by the way, because there are no real points. And so I think you're I think you're what killing am I gonna win? everything. You're going to win everything. Hey, Joel's doing a live stream like this weekend. I'm very excited to see it. She's playing her whole Pieces of You album from front to back. She, I didn't know this about her, but I was researching her for something else a while ago. She is like the best yodeler I've ever heard in my life. Yes. And I grew up, same as you, listening to country and bluegrass. And like, you know, I've heard some yodeling. And then I heard her yodel. I'm like, stop, stop it. It's like why didn't she yodeling? just become a yodel. Yeah, why didn't she? She could have been more famous, I think, as a yodeler. <laughs> it's those Alaskans. I'm telling you, they're just sitting up there yodeling, honey. That's all they do. <laughs> well, it's dark for six months. No, <laughs> might as well do something. Yeah. I fucking love Jewel. Oh my god, foolish games. Oh, 
a knife through my heart. Last one. This is number five. This is your. Okay. This is for all the beans or prize, whatever you want. I, I think the prize is beans now. Um, I'll take it. Can you name the song and the artist based on this lyric? It is always nice to see you, says the man behind the counter. To the woman who has come in, she is shaking the umbrella. Say it again. It is always nice to see you. Oh, Suzanne To the woman who is coming, she is shaking her umbrella. You did so well with five quick questions. And now it's time for Rad Libs. Well, now it is my favorite, my favorite part of the show, and this is where I ask you very politely if you would play a rad lib with me. Now, what is that? <gasps> Ooh, okay. A rad lib is like a mad lib, but I wrote it specifically for you, and I don't want to get sued by mad libs. Oh, okay. Have you ever done a mad lib? I don't think I've ever done one. Okay, so here's what happened. I wrote a story, and I've left out some parts of speech. You're going to give me those parts of speech, and together we're going to make a hilarious story. Okay. So are you ready? Are you ready to play Radlibs? I am ready to play Radlibs. I need an adjective ending in E-S-T. Fastest. Yes. We're off to a great start. A female name. A female name. Mm-hmm. Naomi. Naomi. Yeah. Great name. Verb ending in S. Dances. Any first name. Bert. A musical instrument. Guitar. Um, a celebrity. Now, celebrity means someone who's not necessarily famous for anything, right? So, Paris Hilton. I love Paris Hilton, though. She's I mean, she's. Um, don't get me wrong. I. That's not I just love your description. I love Paris Hilton. Simple Your description of a celebrity, and then the celebrity you plugged. Someone who's famous, but not really for any. Paris Hilton. <laughs> A number. 3,339. A genre. Existentialism. <laughs> That's a genre, right? It is. It the is. There are... Samuel Beckett. There are no wrong answers in a Mad Lib. It just changes the story. I need an adjective. Flirtatious. Is that an adjective? Yes, it is. A noun. Serendipity. Huh. I didn't know I was so smart. Good job. Uh, a verb ending in E-R. Uh, getter. That's an Oklahoma verb. Getter. <laughs> getter. <laughs> that, really, that really helps the story. Um, a TV show. The Jeffersons. One of my favorites. It's a great show. I, the, one of my, it's my favorite theme song from a TV show. Oh. There was harmony. There was clapping. Ugh. There was Louise Jefferson. I did love Wheezy. An app. Instagram. A verb ending in ing. Partying. That Not really partying, but partying. Partying. Okay. A body part. Fibula. Uh, a business. A strip club. An article of clothing. A jockstrap. A phrase. Don't you know who I think I am? An adverb. Unusually. An exclamation. Get her! <laughs> Can we repeat it? <laughs> Get her is good because it's different now. An adjective. Pretty. I love it. We have a story. Yay! We have a great story. This was written specifically for you, Kelly, and this story is called The Kelly Mantle Band. Oh my gosh. Actually, I used to have a band and we called it the, it was the Kelly Mantle Band. Oh my God. Oh, well, we're going to find out all about that band right now. 
The fastest all-girl band to hit the airwaves in 2020 is Kelly Mantle's band Naomi Dances. Oh my god, I love that. I do too, that was a great band name, Naomi Dances. The band is made up of Kelly, uh, Bert, who plays the guitar, Paris Hilton's on the drums, and 3,339 backup singers. <laughs> That's a lot of that. The choir, honey. It's a gospel choir. <laughs> we don't play. <laughs> <laughs> like they kind of drown out Kelly, I think. There's so many of them. <laughs> Please do. The sound is a mixture of existentialism and flirtatious folk. Oh, I love that. Sounds like something Yoko of, Ono would do. <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. The kind of music that makes you want to study Stanislavski. I like that. They quickly rose to success after their hit single, Serendipity Getter, <laughs> was featured on The Jefferson Show. They have a huge social media presence on Instagram and are always putting out videos of them partying. True. That fits. Yeah, that really hit on the nose. Uh, their songs are so catchy that they're always getting stuck in my fibula. <laughs> their albums are great, but they're even better live. The stage background looks like a giant strip club. Then, the whole band comes out wearing matching jock straps. <laughs> Before the band plays, the crowd chants, Don't you know who I think I am? <laughs> Unusually. Trust me, if you go see Naomi dances, you'll leave saying, Get her! That was pretty. That is amazing. Oh my God. <laughs> I love that. I, I want that to become a true story. That, means that can, that can. But in the meantime, you're busy. Your web series, The Brown, just got picked up on Amazon Prime. Can you tell me a little bit about that? It is one of those beautiful things that happened organically out of nowhere and nothing was planned for it. My, I have my dear friend, one of my best friends, Tammy Brown, an amazing drag artist. Uh, she called me up and said, we're gonna just shoot this weird series and call it the Browns and come over. And I'm like, what am I doing? And she's like, I don't know, just bring some outfits. And there on the spot, I created this character named Sheila. She's hilarious. Nowhere. And now we just got picked up by Out TV uh, in Canada. And hopefully it'll end up in New Zealand and other places as well, and Amazon Prime here in the States. So go The characters it. are so funny. They're so uh, funny. It's so fun. And the whole thing is improvised. It's it's like a Christopher Guest project, you know. We have skeletons of of what's gonna happen, but the whole, you know, all the dialogue is just completely improvised. So Well, uh, where can people find you and follow you? Um, on Instagram. I am the Naomi uh, dances. <laughs> Like, it sounds dances. like such a good we need to start this oh, this yeah. girl girl band naomi dances right. totally the new indigo girls um instagram i think what am i kelly mantle and then on twitter i'm the kelly mantle so okay well guys follow find friend uh kelly mantle and watch the browns on amazon prime kelly thank you so much for joining me today this was such a such a good time Oh, it was so much fun. I'm so glad. And I'm such a huge fan of all your musical comedy and everything. Oh, right back at you. I, I love everything you do. So it's it's wonderful to get to spend some time with you. And you look gorgeous today. I just can't say oh, it enough. Thank you. Thank I you. know you didn't dress up for me, but I'm just going to pretend like you did. You look fantastic. <laughs> I did it just for you. <laughs>
Interview complete. Sending Kelly Mantle on a Caribbean cruise. Ah, thanks, computer lady. That'll be really nice for Kelly, or not during COVID. Um, but uh, Kelly Mantle, thank you so much for joining us. And you guys, thank you for listening. Again, if you like this podcast, or if you don't, take a second to like and subscribe. Maybe give it a review. Um, if you want to drop a line to me here at the show, it's Kristen at KristenKnowsBlank.com. Let me know if you have a topic that you're interested in hearing more about, or if you just wanted to, to say hi. That's great. Um, again, I'm Kristen Key. I'm so glad that you tuned in. We have a new episode each week. Um, and until next time, bye. We're going to talk to some people. going to have a lot of fun. We're going to talk to Hello. some people. going to learn a lot of stuff. We're going to talk to some Hello. people. going to have a lot of fun. We're going to talk to some Hello. people. going to learn a lot of stuff. Because Kristen knows.